Welcome. I'm Kristen, and this is the Simple Handmade Everyday Podcast, where I talk about living a creative, intentional life. I like to chat about quilting, knitting, what I'm reading and watching, and even a little bit about keeping a cozy, organized home. You can find me online at my blog, Simple Handmade Everyday, at kristenesser.com, or on Instagram at kristenesser. I've got my cup of tea in hand, so let's settle in for a chat. Welcome to episode 12. Oh my gosh, I cannot even believe that it is the end of summer. This is crazy. And I just checked and the last time I podcasted was July 5th. I had no intention of taking the entire summer off. But I feel like I keep reading those words on people's blogs and things. You know, summer is that time of year that just really gets away from you, doesn't it? So I feel like I have so much to say, but don't know where to begin. Do you ever have that with friends, like friends that you talk to every day or every week, you can just share the minutia of your life. There is no shortage of things to run on and on about. But if you haven't seen someone in two years, it's almost like there's nothing significant enough to say. It's like, oh, it's been fine. I've been busy raising kids. You know what I mean? I've got that. I need to have a catch up phone call with a friend that I haven't seen in many years, and part of me is, um, as much as I would love to catch up with her, there's part of me that's like, oh boy, I don't know where to begin, where I have other friends that I, you know, I go for a walk with for an hour, and then we'll go out for a glass of wine and talk for another four hours, and still come home thinking, oh, we forgot to talk about this, we forgot to talk about that, we never finished that. So anyway, so that's how I'm feeling about uh, talking with you guys today. It's like, it's been, oh my gosh, almost two months. That is so crazy. So, um, but I'm so happy to be back. A lot of things happened this summer. You know, I had mentioned that I had sort of set intentions for the summer, like a list of sort of, not goals so much, but um, a list of things when I got to Labor Day, which today is August 31st, Labor Day is Monday, um, which I feel is like the official end of summer, Labor Day is, even though around here, we still have plenty of hot weather to go. I want to think about what would make me look back on the summer and think, oh, that was a summer well spent. Most importantly, I wanted to feel like I spent time with my kids. That's a yes. That's a yes. It was a different summer. Now that everyone's older, it's just, it's very different. We used to just go out and do a lot of things together. Um, but Chloe was, uh, she worked, she nannied for the first part of the summer. And um, my youngest, Ben, was in summer school. And Jonah, I have no excuses about Jonah. <laughs> He's the one that's going off to college and he was around. But it just kind of put a different vibe in. So we did, you know, we did a few things where we just went out for frozen yogurt. We, um, did a, uh, a bike ride, um, this cool bike ride. I, I live in Southern California from Ojai to Ventura, which is, it was fun. Um, actually, very early on in the bike ride, Chloe's chain on her bike, which her bike sits out in San Diego for the, the year. And so it comes home in some really uh, bad and bad condition with it's all rusty from the salt air. But uh, so the chain just like broke and flew off. <laughs> Luckily, we were at a pretty good point where I just had uh, my husband take the boys all the way down to Ventura, and um, I was able to ride my bike back to the van, grab the van, 
pick up Chloe, uh, put everything on the bike rack, and then we just drove all the way down, visited the Patagonia flagship store, which is just 30 minutes from my house. I've never been. It's, uh, it's a very cool store. I can afford absolutely nothing in it. But um, it was fun. So it, it, all, it actually turned out, uh, it turned out fine. So we just, you know, we did a few things um, like that. We went on a vacation to a beach house. Um, we did this a, a number of years ago, too. The beach house is, in reality, only about 30 minutes away from where we live, but it just puts you in such a different frame of mind to not be at home. You know, I wasn't tempted to, you know, I'm going to say clean or do laundry, even though we kind of had to do some of those things. But it just, it was... It was great, just a complete kind of reset of our minds. We were the laziest, laziest Esser family ever, which I think is exactly what we needed. Um, and it was kind of well-timed because when we came back, it was, um, we had, I think it was about three days to get Chloe packed up for Norway. So she's there now. I know I've been talking about this forever. Um, she met up with a group of other UC University of California student girls who they flew to Iceland for a few days and um, really it turned out to be one long day like by the time you get there you lose a day they had part of that day then the whole next day they did like a 10-hour tour of Iceland that involved hiking glaciers and just all kinds of things she says it's gorgeous it apparently needs to go on our bucket list of vacation destinations and then um, they got up the next morning and did the little hopper over to Iceland to Norway and um we de- <laughs> she definitely had a few bumps along the way getting settled in in Norway including um I thought I did all the groundwork to get her cell phone switched out and uh, when she got there but it was not and it took three tries with T-Mobile to get her phone unlocked so she could get a Norwegian SIM card um, which just involved her getting lost at night in Norway with no Google Maps or anything to help her but you know they're all character building experiences right um, yeah they're just she thought her passport was stolen all kinds of little bumps but now she's been there I don't know three weeks gosh maybe a, almost a month now and she's finally has started classes which are uh, just very different than the way universities taught in the U.S., so that's been cool. She's got a group of friends. Um, they put them in these little buddy groups. Um, so she's got this group of friends from Germany and the U.K. and Switzerland, and she's just, you know, absolutely having the time of her life. So I'm just glad to have her over there and settled. And I have booked my flight to go over and visit her. Um, I'm half Norwegian. My grandparents um, immigrated from uh, Norway when they were children. When all the the Norwegians came and lived in North Dakota and Minnesota. So that's um, kind of the history on my mom's side of the family. So I'm super excited about that. I have rented this adorable Airbnb guest house that is right next to the Viking Ship Museum. which is actually a bit of a haul from where Chloe's dorms are. At the University of Oslo, the student housing is spread out all over Oslo. So she's out like in a forest near a lake, which is really great because she's getting into hiking, which is awesome. And, um, and I am like really in a different part, but I thought that would be okay because we'd probably spend a lot of our time right in Oslo proper. So anyways, I'm very excited. I'm going, um, basically the beginning of November. I need to find a coat because I sent my coat with her. (laughs) So anyway, so I'm just so excited about that. Oh, and there's one other funny story. So 
I'm sending my my baby girl, my 20 year old baby girl, uh, on this you know flight to a different country. We go to LAX. I'm standing in line, and these people come behind us. And, you know, I just kind of glance at them and smile, and and then I look at the woman and smile and look away, and then we both kind of lean forward and look at each other, and it is. Um, Kelly from Super Buzzy. If you know that store, I know it's a very popular store. It's in Ventura, which is not very far from me. And um, and I said, Kelly? She said, Kristen. So we did a, when Minky and I did So Illustrated, we did a book signing at, um, at Super Buzzy. So I, you know, and I've been in a few times, you know, I'm, I know Kelly a little bit, but it was she and her family were going to Iceland on vacation. And it was just, it was so cool because she was just like, you know, if you have any trouble when you get to, to Ice and Chloe, you know, with, with baggage or, you know, you can't find transportation, we've got a car, we've got your back. And it was just, it was the coolest thing in the world to know that there was somebody on that plane that could, you know, like help her out. You know, she was meeting three other girls. They were all, all flew over there together out of LAX, but still it was just like, this just did my heart good. So Kelly, if you're listening to this, it meant all the world to me to know that there was somebody that would take care of her on that flight. So that was really fun. So she is, um, she's off uh, doing that. And um, meanwhile, you know, back at home, um, my youngest Ben's starting his uh, 10th, 10th grade year at high school. And he's just got jazz band and soccer and AP classes. And it's just that really intense time of, of high school. So he's just kind of, um, you know, getting into the swing of things. School has already started here. And then um, Jonah, we're just getting ready for college. And it's really funny. Uh, helping him get ready for college is very different from Chloe and I. Chloe and I, we went out to dinner. We would we visited store after store, looking at bedding and discussing color schemes, <laughs> you know, all kinds of things. And um, what Jonah and I did is sit down on the couch with a laptop and order everything from Amazon. And the few things that didn't make sense to order from Amazon, we hopped in the car and went to Target and knocked it out in 10 minutes. (laughs) And that, and you know, I'm showing him betting, like, what do you think about this? And this, he's like, I honestly do not care. I'm like, okay, well then I'm ordering this one. Yeah. So that it was, it was hilarious. Even yesterday we uh, popped over to Costco. Actually, I needed to get a passport photo taken because I'm glad I checked, but my passport had expired. So I went to Costco to get a passport take, a photo taken. And I said, let's go um, there and we'll get you a printer because his roommates, they've parceled up the mini fridge, the microwave and the printer. We are designated printer providers. And um, in true Jonah style, we went, he looked, we looked at the printers they have at Costco, which is usually where we buy our printers. He Googles it. He says like, there's a bunch of one-star reviews on this. And he just bought a different printer online from Amazon while we were standing in Costco. And, and he's like, I, I don't know why anybody shops in person anymore. <laughs> so, and I'm beginning to kind of agree with him. So anyways, so that's kind of uh, the, the long and the short of, um, well, the, the kids part of the summer, boy, I'm 11 minutes in and I've not talked to any quilting. So then, so let me just go on to say that um, I had deep cleaning of the house, things that I really wanted to accomplish. I did very little of that, except for the fact that I finally lined those drawers with cork. I did a blog post on it. I'll put a link in the show notes. It looks lovely. It took exactly five minutes. I don't know why I put it off for like four months, but I did. So, um, so that's very nice. And, um, yeah, I have big aspirations to clean the house. I mean, to really deep clean and organize. I haven't done it. 
but I think we're going to host Thanksgiving this year. And I'm going to be gone at the beginning of November, which means I should probably, you know, I have this thing when people are going to come and and stay with me, you know, all my secret areas that are um, not so beautiful, you know, like under the sink or in the bathroom cabinets and things like that. I feel like I need to clean those out. So, so lest I not be harshly judged, (laughs) not that my family would judge me, but then I just reap the benefits of it, you know, for the rest of the year. So I want to kind of get on that. We talked, uh, yeah, I talked a lot about gardening in the spring and uh, we worked our way around probably three quarters of the backyard, you know, just really getting it in shape, but the lost traction on the last quarter, but that's okay. We can keep uh, plugging away at that. And the garden, oh my gosh, I planted sunflower seeds and those things grew to be 15 feet tall. It was the craziest thing. They were amazing. I took a few pictures. I'll put them in, maybe put one in the show notes, but that was really fun. We're still, ha- you know, reaping the benefits of the tomatoes right now. We didn't really get much in the way of strawberries, but I think they will bear next year. So I'm kind of happy about that. I'm actually thinking, just another thing to do, isn't it? I started thinking that it would be fun to use parts of the garden in the off season to grow a flower cutting garden. So that's something that I want to kind of look into. Of In California, we have such a mild winter that I think we can grow a lot of things that other places you grow in the spring. I'll have to do a little research on the types of flowers that I could could plant so I could cut them and bring them indoors and that would make me so immensely happy. All right, I am nearly 15 minutes in and I haven't really talked uh, quilting or knitting or anything like that, but I do have to say I usually talk about my cup of tea, but I'm recording this so early this morning because I've really been meaning to record this podcast for the last two weeks. But you know, like Jonah hasn't gone away to college yet, so he's here, but he's asleep. So I'm on my second cup of coffee of the day. So no fun tea to report. I checked no new reviews um, to report. So I just, this is where the part of the podcast where I say, if you enjoy what you're listening to, I encourage you to leave a review, um, forward it to a friend, share it, um, you know, just all those kinds of things that, that help it grow and help us to create a little bit of community here. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about quilting, knitting, books, and maybe a smidge about home making. So let's start with quilting. I did a lot of quilting over the summer. I did. I was involved as a chef in the Moda Bake Shop Quilt Along, the summer choose-your-own-adventure quilt along which was a medallion-style quilt. So it was revealed, um, there was a center block, that was revealed on like Monday. And then um, there was always like these little skinny borders between them. And then the next week, they would reveal two choices for the border to go around it, which is how medallion style is quilted. There's a center block and then just a series of pieced borders. So I kept up with that really well throughout the summer, um, which was not always so easy because, you know, the quilt gets bigger and bigger. (laughs) So I have a a center star and then four patches. And then I did what was called like a modified pinwheel. And there's like, I don't know, I think there were 48 of them. And then a hundred flying geese uh, to go around. And then the last one, I don't even know what this, I looked it up, but I can't remember what the last border was called, but there were a lot of them. I think there were 48 actually. Um, And I was really hustling to get that done before we left for the beach. I was working ahead. And then I completely lost traction on it because um, 
I wasn't sure what I wanted to do for the outer border. And ultimately I just ordered more fabric and just did a, a blue border. And I just actually finished that up. It sat for over a month. Um, I finished that up. I'm looking at it right now. It's big. It's one of the biggest quilts I've done. It's 73 inches square. I rarely make square quilts because we are not a square family. We are a tall family, so I like long rectangular quilts without a lot of extraneous bulk on the sides. Because I should say that I don't usually put quilts on beds, except for as blankets. I don't use them as covers. I Well, no. Okay, is that really true? The boys have them. I have a linen duvet cover, but... Um, I, but, but I guess what I'm trying to say is most of our quilts are throws. And so if you're on the couch, you, you just don't want all this extra bulk. But this is a 73-inch square. I have pieced the back, by which I mean I've taken two pieces of fabric and sewn them together. And now the thing I'm procrastinating about is the basting. For one, I'm, I don't know where I'm going to lay this on the floor to do it. Um, it's just, it's big. And I think I'm going to spray baste it. I mean, when I, when I just ironed the quilt top, it's just, it's so big that by the time I finish ironing in one section, the rest of it's already wrinkled. So I need to do that. We've got a three day weekend coming up. That is like priority one. And then, um, in terms of quilting it, man, there's like this part of me that would like to just send it off to a long armor, but I'm not. So my friend Holly Ann over at String and Story, she did it too. She did the same quilt, made slightly different, you know, choices. Maybe I didn't say this. On each of the the uh, borders that were released each week, you had two choices. So everyone's quilt came out so differently. The different colorways make it look so different. She did hers in this stunning navy red and yellow combination. It was absolutely gorgeous. And she's um, all about teaching people to free motion quilt. She is doing this series on her blog. She has free motion online free motion quilting classes. So she's taking each section, like, so she did a thing on the center block um, and both choices, whether, because the other choice was a Dresden and she's giving three different levels of ways to quilt it. Quilt, she's, she's created quilting plans, sort of an easy, um, just mixing and matching four different motifs that she has in her free intro to quilting class. And then um, a little bit more ambitious one. And then a pretty ambitious one that often includes like feathers and things like that. So I'm going to kind of uh, be inspired by her quilting plans and start uh, working my way out. And I kind of like the idea of just as quilting each of these borders as I go. Um, I'm way behind from where she is, but I think I can catch up. She might just be on the four patch round, but she's even talking about how to handle skinny borders, whether you just group them into the block or you do something separate, using them as transitions, um, kind of like transitional phrases in uh, essay writing to help you get from one place to the other. Sometimes I think it's kind of, I, I have watched her video on this, that it's kind of tempting to leave them unquilted, but that in fact makes them pop out a little bit more because they're not squished down with, with stitching, which makes them more visible, not less. You want those skinny borders to sort of sink to the background. So that's what I'm thinking about um, with the Moda Bake Shop quilt. What are the other quilts? Oh, I'm also doing a Fat Quarter Shop blog hop for their series of um, fast quilts, quick quilts. And um, I did a, it was a very fast quilt of, of half rectangles made out of Jolly Bars, um, which are half a layer cake. So five inches by 10 inches. And this quilt came together so quickly. The blocks did. I will admit that I had some trouble. Um, I will put this on a blog post at some point, but I had some trouble with on a layout. 
I wasn't keen on the, the layout for the quilt as provided, so I wanted to kind of do my own thing with it. Half rectangles create some pretty severe angles, and these blocks are big, so I, I just had a little trouble coming up with a layout that didn't look jarring. But I played around with it for a few days, ended up <laughs> defaulting on my standard color wash, which is something I love to do when I've used something like um, a pre-cuts where you have a whole line where you can have the one color blend into another. That's sitting here ready to go. I actually took my daughter's um, little $10 clothes drying rack from Target and I put it in my sewing room and I put all the quilts that needed to be quilted on it because they're starting to pile up and I'm going to have to get disciplined about this. I need to start the Moda Bake Shop quilt. I need to quilt that for a block hop. I still got my pineapple quilt that is basted and ready to go. I've got the quilts for Cure quilt that is basted and, I don't know, a quarter to a third of the way quilted. I finally got back on that. And I've even, I've got a couple other quilt tops that need to be quilted. And I didn't think I was the kind of person that made quilt tops and didn't finish them. But I am in danger of becoming that, so... I need to restrict myself. I think I'm going to not start piecing anything until I have a number of these quilted. I actually think that the the one for the fat quarter shop, the Jolly Bar, half rectangle, I'm going to book some long arm time and do that on the long arm and do a big all over paisley on it. Um, I think that'll go quickly and I've been wanting to get some long arm practice in but I it's just a thing that I haven't been doing. So that might just be a really nice warm-up. Uh, the paisley motif is something that I feel very comfortable with on a domestic, and I think I could feel, get you know, get that way on a long arm, and it will just really help me get over that barrier. So yeah, just so many, so many quilts, so many quilts. But I do want to do, I'm also on an, another fat quarter shop thing where I'm making pin cushions, so I, that'll be something I can, I will allow myself to play with. I might have to pull out my baby lock to piece on it since my juki is all set up for quilting and I just so hate to reset up a machine between quilting and piecing so I'll bust that out and um, I bought some Essex linen yarn dyed you know where it, I think they have a white thread going one direction and a colored the other so it's, it's got this great texture to it I had mentioned that I was gonna do the rooftop wonders quilt for my son Ben um, but I was thinking instead of just solids, for the, the neutrals in that quilt, I thought I would do this Essex yarn dyed linen for a little dimension. So I bought a bundle from Etsy to mix with some solids to see if I liked that look. And my practicing with it, I think I'm going to do a little throw pillow for my bed. And so um, I have a pillow sitting in my sewing room right now that so that I can just kind of measure it. And it's uh, it's been sitting there for a couple of weeks, but I just need to like kind of knock that little pillow top out and uh, so that'll be maybe a fun project but those are the only that's the only thing pin cushion pillow only things I'm going to piece until I at least get two of these quilts quilted well the knitting section of this podcast is again going to be uh, a little a little lacking it's funny when I started this podcast back in February I was really hot on knitting at that point and it's funny how that mojo kind of comes and goes I did finish a pair of socks for Chloe to go with her to Norway and I know she's worn them so what's hilarious about that is I mean I had such big ambitions I was going to finish her this sweater and a shawl and um, these Scandinavian color work mittens which just ended up being so hard and all I did was finish a pair of socks and I finished them like the day she left (laughs) 
<laughs> but I have adjusted uh, my expectations here and I have a hat pattern that we talked about long ago, uh, Chloe and I from, from a, from that I saw in this podcast called Knitters League. Um, it's these four women who get together and do this podcast and they're all friends and it's very cute. But so anyways, I, I, I need to just like do a hat. That would be so much more doable. And it's something that I can either send her as a little care package or bring it with me um, when I come. So that'll be, that'll be nice. So we'll see if I can just kind of, uh, oh, and, and, the, and I need to get back on my sweater um, because it's just, it's really just got a sleeve and a button band to go. So I, I just need to adjust my expectations. And I'm just feeling more like sewing than uh, knitting right now. So yeah, so that that's it. I, I finished some socks and they were on Instagram. There, there was the sort of the race to the finish that I was posting on Instagram. So if you want to follow that story, feel free. But let's move on to books. Okay, this is something that I did a lot of. I did a lot of reading this summer. I'm not sure I'll be able to convey it all to you, but it's been great. I've just loved really getting back to, to just reading you know, like during my beach vacation, just read so much during the day. Just, I just read and knit and sat in the sun and it was, it was awesome. So the first thing I finished was, um, Gift from the Sea. And I'd mentioned before that this was a book that I have, you know, so many people love and I'd started it several times. I own it as a Kindle, but I decided to borrow it from the library to just have it in my hand to see if that made a difference. And it did for a weird reason. Number one, you really realize how short this book is and like there's no reason in the world why you can't finish it. (laughs) So I did, I finished that very quickly. Now that I've been through it beginning to end, I know I will reread it maybe once a year. There is so much wisdom in that book about living life, living life with kids, how to figure out accomplishing the things that you want in your life while, while still, you know, having a family it was just, it was very, very inspirational. I highly recommend that book. It's just, it's fun to read kind of as a vacation thing that's short, but it's not light necessarily, but it kind of makes you think, think about your life and, and where you want it to go in, in really positive ways. I also read the Beach Street Knitting Society and Yarn Club. Totally loved it. If you're not a knitter, it's not overly knitterly. Um, she does own a yarn shop, but um, it's, it takes place in uh, England about a, a woman with young kids whose life takes an unexpected turn with her marriage, and she ends up uh, taking over her grandmother's yarn shop in this kind of touristy beachside town, and just all the, the ways of making that big transition, yeah, just the, the ups and downs of that. It's a very character-driven novel. You know, huge things don't happen plot-wise. But I have learned that I really love character-driven novels uh, more than plot-driven novels. I just really want to spend the day with people who are just going about their lives and doing kind of interesting things. And it doesn't matter that, you know, there are not big plot twists and turns. So if you like that kind of a book, I highly recommend it. I also read The Double... What's it called? The Double Wedding Ring Mystery by Claire O'Donohue. And she writes these pretty short little um, cozy mysteries um, about, a, a oh, interestingly, a girl who is working in her grandmother's quilt shop. <laughs> and I've read all of these little mysteries. This was like kind of the last one that I hadn't read. And I don't think she's written any since. 
and I, I, you know, really enjoyed them in the past, but I'm, as I'm reading this, I'm just like, uh, this is, this is kind of too light. I think I'm kind of, I'm over this little cozy mystery genre and almost didn't finish it. But I just said, you know what, you know, I bought it two ninety nine on Kindle. I'm just going to finish this. But you know what? By the end, I was looking it up to see if there was another one, you know, so it, it kind of came around. Definitely, t- definitely a light, light read. The other book that I'm reading, oh, well, I read Deep Work by Cal Newport, which is a um, nonfiction. It was great. It was very much about creativity and focus and, and, and really about how to how to work in a distraction free environment, whether it's it's your your paid job or your hobby or whatever whatever you need from your life but how to sort of get off social media and and really focus and the, and I've been really passing these little tidbits on to especially Ben who's really get into getting into the the hard classes in high school and I said you know I know it's part of your generation to you know have the have the music on in your ear and Reddit open on this tab and Snapchat open here, some sort of, you know, like group chat going on on Messenger or whatever while you're doing your homework. But I like just do not buy into this. You're going to have a lot of work to do. The studies show that these kids who are, you know, going to Harvard and, and doing really well in their SATs and ACTs, they don't necessarily put in more time studying than everyone else, but they put in focused time, free of distraction. So I've been kind of passing that on and, and he was studying for an AP bio test last night and he even said that he, he put on ear canceling headphones and sat there and studied and said it was kind of amazing how things, all these things just sort of started coming together when he was just in this deep concentration mode for really just about 20 minutes, you know, it's these small bursts of deep concentration are really useful. So that was a great book. And now I'm reading Essentialism which is, is uh, kind of, you know, hand in hand with that. Again, freeing yourself from the, the distractions that are not moving your life forward and just freeing yourself from that and, and figuring out what to focus on and excelling in that. So, so those are kind of the, the self-helpy books that, uh, that I've really enjoyed this summer and are trying to, um, and are, are making a bit of a difference in my life. I actually deleted a bunch of apps off my phone just so that I can not be so tempted to be on it. And I actually ran across an Instagram post of this woman who took all of the apps on her phone, put them into one folder and that's sort of on an iPhone in that bottom bar so that her actual iPhone background shows through. It was like, you know, like the ocean or something. And if she wants to use her phone, the apps are all there and she just searches for the app that she needs. And then she does whatever she needs to do in the app. So, so that she's not looking at her phone, kind of scrolling through going, oh, like, how do I want to play right now? How, how do I want to just kind of waste this 15 minutes, you know, that I've got right now? I'm not sure that I am brave enough to do that. I've thought about trying that for the month of September to see if it really affects how I interact with my phone, because I'd really like to stop scrolling Facebook when I'm bored and pick up a real book, you know? So, so that's kind of what I'm thinking about. And with that, let's kind of move on to the homemaking section here of the podcast. Um, I was really unsure what to talk about here because I haven't spent a whole lot of time doing anything, you know, that is noteworthy. But I have been thinking about things and really thinking about transitions. And by that, I mean, you know, we're transitioning from summer to fall, even though I know in my head it's not going to feel like fall to November around here, but still with kids going back to school, um, 
you know, we're only going to have one kid at home next year or like in a couple of weeks, which is a little bit crazy. So I'm just thinking about changes of routine, changes in the yard. You know, we're going to be pulling out the garden probably pretty soon. I mentioned kind of maybe putting in a a cutting garden. Those chores will will sort of, you know, ease up. I still um, really like to use those outdoor spaces. We're still eating outside. I'm still, you know, spending a lot of time, you know, out in our little sitting area. But just thinking of different ways for our living spaces to reflect the change of seasons. So I got a book out of the library, which I am enjoying very much, called... Oh, it's not in front of me. I'm going to say, I'll put a link in the show notes, The Perfectly Imperfect Home. And it's a, it's actually a home decorating book. It is gorgeous. The whole book is watercolor paintings of actual rooms. So it just has this really cool look to it. Uh, It's just like an inspirational book about creating spaces. So the first day that I read this, I just, I made all these little adjustments in the house, including I got rid of this big fake plant that I've had in the corner of the dining room slash sewing room um, for a long time. And I just decided I'm done with fake plants. I used to have real plants that we had some accidents where it ruined furniture, you know, water overflowing, ruined some carpeting. And then I went all to fake plants and now all the fake plants are out and I'm back to real plants. But I actually took that plant, threw it out and expanded my domain of my sewing room over into that corner, which just makes me happy every time I look at it. She just really talks about how to use spaces for how you really live and keeping things really unfussy, but also thinking about layering on touches, you know. So I took some quilts out that I keep in a basket, which looks perfectly nice. In the spring and summer, I kind of cleared things away and made it very things a little bit more sparse and uncluttered, which felt right. But now that we're getting into fall and winter, I started layering some quilts onto chairs and benches and um, bought a few more plants just really wanted to make things a little bit cozier. And I think it's kind of fun this time of year to kind of think about ways to to change it up. I'm not a person that's going to do a lot of seasonal decorating. I'm not going to pull out a bunch of fall wreaths and things like that. That's totally not me. Christmas is the only time I do that. But just to change it up, things like that, I bought a, a couple new candles. So I'm just kind of looking for ways that I can go around and tweak the things that I already have and maybe buy a few little things that are not very expensive to just kind of freshen things up. That's kind of where I'm at right now, just kind of thinking about the the seasonal changes. And that about does it for this episode of the Simple Handmade Everyday Podcast. Once again, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Whether you are a first-time listener or returning listener, I appreciate each and every one of you. Feel free to comment on the show notes. Let me know what you are you're doing, what you're sewing, what you're making. Um, if anything resonated with you, you can DM me on Instagram. Any way to get in touch, I'm happy to hear from you. And I just hope that you have a lovely week.